I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. In this episode, I'm talking to one of my closest friends and your brain BFF, Taya. She's a TBI survivor, an advocate, and a future speech and language pathologist. This is the second episode in a series we're calling Brain Injury Recovery Roulette, where we talk about a random brain injury topic sourced by the community. This episode's topic is setbacks, flares, and adjusting expectations. Boom! Intro done! Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are... The, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Neuro nerds. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our free Uso Rock community platform to connect with other survivors like you. Once you join our community, you'll have access to free virtual events and resources to help with your brain injury recovery. You can make new friends, jump on audio chat conversations, and even join my private coaching program to get one-on-one support. So what are you waiting for? Go to community.usorock.coach. Yes, that's .coach, not .com. And join the Usorock community today. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. Yes, it's been a minute, but we're back in it. I am here with the... Taya Jane, what's up, Taya? Oh, hey, how's it going? All the way from the future to play our favorite game. What is our favorite game, Taya? Brain Injury Recovery Roulette. This is our second one. Sounds like so much fun. (laughs) So let's see how many brain injury (laughs) survivors it takes to spin or roll an electronic die and figure out what number that coincides with on my list of many a topic. So if you're curious what brain injury recovery roulette is, Tay and I sourced out uh, several topics, 22 topics to be exact. Uh, We sourced them out from the community for us to randomly talk about. So Taya is going to spin an electronic die, whatever number that lands on, that's going to be the topic that we're going to talk about. And we don't know what it is. We have no idea. It's like, we, we, I don't even know what these topics are. It's been so long since we've done this. This is all new to me. Also, we both have brain injuries. So, I mean, it's all new. It's all new. Are you ready to rock and roll, Taya? I'm so excited. Okay. Are you ready? uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Also, I would like to say for disclosure. (laughs) 
why you're laughing. I don't know what's going on with my body right now, but my throat's a little bit iffy. Is that why you're laughing? Because my voice like broke. No, I, I, I'm, I'm laughing because you're like, I am so excited about this. Really? And, like the energy of that was so just minor to like the words. You know what I mean? It's like I thought I, I this said is that really excited excitedly because I am. <laughs> this is the most excited I have ever been in my life. Can you not tell by the tone of my voice? I'm gonna chalk it up to your voices and feeling great. I can see the excitement in your eyes. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily translate on a podcast. <laughs> I literally. Oh, do you have a physical dye? I literally have a. Um, no, no, no. I have cough lozenges like lined up, ready to roll. I've got a couple of tissues lined up, ready to roll, and warm water. So, um, yeah, I am genuinely excited. I'm just also in the middle of dying. So, excuse me. <laughs> That's no excuse, Taya. All right. We, so, you got the gist of the game. We have a ton of topics. Taya is going to roll a die. We're going to, it's going to, whatever it lands on, that's what we're going to be talking about. So, if we're ready to rock and roll, we are ready to rock and roll the die. Let's hit it. Let's get it. Yeah, you ready? Three, two. Alrighty. We have got, oh, number 22. Oh, shit. Number 22. Last one on the list. Oh, oh, this is good. So what Tay and I are going to be talking about on Brain Injury Recovery Roulette is setbacks, flares, and adjusting expectations. I think... That's a damn this good topic. This is very relevant to my current point in my journey. It, I, it really is. It, I think so, especially knowing like what's kind of been going on with you. Yeah. I think it's a great topic. I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. Not not that we had any choice, really. Now it's going to be like, you know what? I think I'm Next. good. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that amazing person that thought of do I remember who sent any of these? Hey, if if you came up with these topics, please, uh, 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 you know, message me and I'll I'll send please, you some love because I forgot to write Please know that we value brain you greatly, even if we don't remember your specific name. Yes. And that stands yeah. for, I think, anyone and everyone in the world. You know, it's not that you're not impactful to us as we have brain injuries. You know, also, you're not impactful to us. Oh. Sorry. No, no, I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. I'm being a jerk. My bad. No. Can, it, can I defend myself real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Here's my defense. Taya, I have a brain injury. See? Boom. It, it works for everything. It works for everything. Okay. So setbacks, flares, and adjusting expectations. All of these, I think the yeah. majority of us have gone through. All right. Uh, you you want to kick it off or you want me to? Ah, I can jump in and say something and then we can bounce ball. Um, I Dive think in. the main thing that comes to mind here is the fact like recovery is never linear. So there's always ups, downs, roller coasters, et cetera, et cetera. And then in my journey, there can be certain moments that is like quite a significant flareback. So since my last concussion in 2020, I've had a couple of instances where my head has been hit since through various things um, and experienced an increase in symptoms. And that can bring up a lot of emotions. And I was re-reminded of this uh, a week ago today, actually, when I hit my head trying to fix something on my car, because I'm an independent woman, clearly didn't succeed. It it did kind of bring up some emotions of, is this going to be the story of my life that I sound like a broken record? You know, am I going to be able to do, I don't know, different things in my future, like having my own business full time or having children or traveling the world when things like this continuously crop up? And so I definitely sat in that stage. It crossed my mind a couple of times with just frustration that you're kind of back in the same story. But then 
where I try to focus on is acknowledging those emotions, holding space for those frustrations, but then also focusing on, like, I don't know what's going to come. There could be so much beauty and so much good, and there's been so much cool stuff happen as a result of the road my brain injuries have put me on that suddenly I kind of really focus more on that excitement and the unknown in a good sense. And then also the fact that I've got such a lived experience that it's not like I'm recreating a whole protocol to manage these things, right? Like I kind of, I know it, I'm familiar, I can do what I need, I can implement what I need, and then I can kick on and create the impact I'm still here for. What kind of landed for you or where does that flow on for your story? I think you are spot on with everything there. And you hit a couple really great points is immediately you think, mm. oh, I got to start over. I'm at the bottom again. That's not true. That's not true. Okay. I'm back where I started. You're, you're, you're not. When you first started your brain injury recovery journey, you didn't know what you were doing. You had no idea what any of this stuff was. It, it's very foreign. It's very new. Once you have the, okay. And also, it. I'm going to go on a whole tangent real quick. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to jump on my soapbox. I stopped using the word setback. I stopped using it a few years ago and it significantly helped my mental state during recovery. When you have a setback, that has a lot, you know, I fell back I a setback. I got to, Oh, I got to start over because I had that setback. It's a lot more difficult emotionally and spiritually. I think to come back from a setback than it is. Hear me out guys. This is what I use now from a hiccup. I had a little hiccup. You know, it's much easier to get back on track from a hiccup than it is a setback. So I think words are powerful. And if we change the way we speak about things, I think it makes it a little bit easier during recovery. So I no longer say I had a bit of a setback. No, I had a hiccup and I was right back on track within a few moments, a few hours, a few days, whatever it is. It's a lot easier to get back on track. I actually um, had a great conversation with my friend Jamie Harmer, who is the prototypical like she's the prototype when it comes to caregivers with her husband, uh, Kevin Harmer, who's just an inspiration in our community. And she was a little frustrated. And, you know, I started talking and I explained that I don't use setback anymore and I use hiccup. And she hit me up. I think it was like a couple days later. And she was like, that was great. It really helps. Like in that moment, it is much easier to come back from a hiccup than it is a setback. So um, that's that's one thing. When you first start out, you have no idea what you're doing. When you have a hiccup and <laughs> it's time to like come back from that hiccup. You already have all of this experience. You've been through it. You've climbed the mountain. You've been to the mountaintop. You didn't spend as much time up there as you wish you did, but you know what that journey is like. So it's not as shocking to your system. So it's just one of those things where I think radical acceptance comes in. Hey, I know what this is. I'm aware. I know what it's going to take and I'm ready to get back on that horse, you know? So I think that 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 helps. Flares. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back even further. Okay. Now this is like a, a Joe originally before I figured out setbacks were mm-hmm. the greatest thing to call it. I thought I reverted all the way back year, just after year two of my brain injury recovery. So I had a hemorrhagic stroke, which means my brain was bleeding. It's the best way to describe it. And I couldn't remember anything. I couldn't remember anything my first few months. And, you know, memory has been like a really sore spot with me my entire recovery but it was like really, really bad. My focus wasn't there. I would be foggy. The fatigue was out of control. I would fall asleep mid sentence. Like it it was a lot, you know, it got better after a few months. It wasn't as intense after a year. I was like, okay, I can do this year and a half. I'm like, I am killing this game. Like I got this. It was just around two years, two years, maybe two months or so. The bottom fell out. Everything 
was like it was when I first Mm -hmm. got home from the hospital. I couldn't remember anything. I was falling asleep after reading, like, let's say a paragraph of anything. I I couldn't focus. I couldn't think. And all I'm thinking is, is this my life? This is just my life. Like, how am I going to proceed this way? And I was driving myself crazy. My depression was at an all time high. I, I just couldn't even function. The angel of all angels, Dr. Karen Sullivan, she uh, does um, I Care for Your Brain. That's that's her brand. That's her everything. Check out her her things on Facebook. She gives out some of the most amazing, incredible free resources to the community. She, she is, is incredible. Felice saw what was happening to me. She reached out to, to Dr. Karen. Dr. Karen, you know, gave, gave me a call. We were chatting. She explained to me something that was never explained to me. She's like, wait, you had a hemorrhagic stroke. She's like, okay. And she broke it down for me. And this is information to anybody who's had any bleeding on the brain. She said, the brain hates excess blood, hates it. It hates it. She's like, so after, you know, there's a certain amount of residual blood in your brain after hemorrhagic stroke. And she says, it so just so happens to take the brain about two years for it to kind of munch away at that excess blood and have it dissipate into the body. So what you're feeling is you reverting because you're exhausted. You're not. She's like, your brain has finally gotten rid of all that excess blood and the neuro um, connections are actually forming. It's happening and it's exhausting. You're you're creating new neural pathways because your brain can finally start to heal and it's exhausting. So it's not the exhaustion that you felt right when you got home from the hospital with this freshly damaged brain. It's the exhaustion of your brain actually truly healing. It's it changed my life. I went from wow, I almost cried. You're I'm not going to I'm a grown to, ass man, Taya. This I is went, a safe space. <laughs> that's very true, and I do feel very comfortable with you. Wait, have I? I think I might have cried with you before. Have I not, not live? No, probably so. not because I I'm very have definitely. Yeah, because I'm I'm, <laughs> um, I'm very vain, so I don't let that guard down very often. But I do feel like I would be comfortable enough to cry in front of you, Taya. That's that's how highly I, I think of you. So I was at one of my lowest lows. And for her to tell me, no, 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 you're not reverting. You're not going backwards. You're actually truly starting to heal and move forward. Changed my life. Changed my life. Now I tell everybody as often as I can, hey, about two years in, you might have this dip. It's not permanent. You might have this hiccup. You think you're reverting. You think you're, um, you have a setback. It's not. It's actually your, your body healing. So that was my experience with a setback or, or a hiccup because I, I really thought that I, I I can't keep doing this. I can't keep falling backwards. Now I say that because I know recently you've had a couple of little head hits where I'm an advocate of you just wearing a helmet 24 hours a day. That's me. That's my, my, I my thoughts know. on you. I think, so I think it'd be cool. You could be good. Look, you could be, you could be fashion Maybe. forward. Right? You, you could put like a, like a Mohawk thing on it you put like a spike you could look like an old school like biker you know it'd be cool so speaking of you mentioned uh starting over and is it always going to be this way how do you deal with that how do you deal with that like emotionally how do you break yourself out of that dark place i don't know if you go to dark places i would immediately if you do like how how do you how do you prevent from just Um, getting stuck in there a lot of practice Which is, I guess, the gift of having six concussions is, which is something that's slightly different to our brain injury road. Is I'm I'm not I'm not unused to having another injury. Having now I feel like I'm going to cry. Um, having everything kind of flip upside down and then 
re-navigating that path that I feel like I've already done a year ago, I've already done two years ago. So that concept and experience isn't something that's completely new for me. And with that, it can bring some thoughts of, well, is this going to happen? You know, how many more times in my life is this going to happen? But how do I deal with it? Um, I'm a big believer that what you appreciate appreciates. And what I mean by that is there's certain situations and certain things that I can't control. And so I look to try to kind of acknowledge that as soon as I can and hold space with that, but then also just learn to surrender and be like, okay, I can't micromanage whether or not I'm going to hit my head or whether or not I'm going to be in a car accident. I can put mitigations in place for sure, but there's a certain point where it's more detrimental to think about it excessively than to just kind of surrender and live my life. So that's the first piece. And then what you appreciate appreciates for me is what brings me joy? What brings me gratitude? Who are the people in my life that light me up? Because the more I lean into those emotions, the more I seek that, the I can say the more beautiful my heart feels. But it's kind of true. Like the more I love the life that I'm living now, no, and it yeah. doesn't feel as scary and as detrimental, um, and kind of gives me more confidence and excitement to step forward to be like, well, what other kind of joy is there? And it might literally be as simple as racing raindrops down the window, which was a brought me so much joy in my 2020 concussion. I literally sat there for like an hour watching race shops, but that was all I could physically do at that time. So that's what I went into. That is okay. This is turning into a little (laughs) bit of emotional episode. That reminds me of me leaving the hospital. Like when I left the hospital, I don't have, like I, like I said, I've had a lot of issues, especially lately. I've had a lot of hiccups (laughs) lately, Taya, (laughs) when it comes to my, my emotional mental state because of my memory. And I I don't have much memory from the hospital. I don't, I look at pictures and I'm like, I I don't, I don't, I don't know who that is. I don't know what that is. Is that me? Like, it's weird. Um, the one thing I will never forget and knock on wood, um, that I will never, ever forget is the drive home from the hospital. I remember I was like, I was like Joker in uh, the dark Knight with my head out the, the cop car <laughs> where he's just like letting the wind go through his hair. I'm a bald guy, but if I had hair, it would be flowing. And I had my head out of the window like a dog. And I remember we pulled up to either stop sign or a light. And I looked over and I saw it was, fuck, I want to cry. It was wind rustling the leaves of a tree. It was so simple. It was so simple, but it was literally just wind rustling the leaves of a tree and I broke down immediately. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And it just, it, it was that moment where I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going home. I'm going home not to exist like I did prior. I'm going home to live. You know, I saw kind of, I guess the, the, the wind as, and, and the, it's so weird, super hippie, but it was life. It was life. You know, it was life in, in this world. It was nature. It was wind and leaves. And it was just so beautiful and it meant everything to me so in those really dark times mm. i remember that moment in time and it makes it can, it's a little bit of a wake-up call because you can feel like it's not, none of this is going to end it's always going to be terrible it's awful no, no no those are just moments in time and if we can get fixated and focus on these really negative moments in time that means that we can get fixated and focus on these positive moments in time too so that's where i've worked really hard to balance it out yeah. yin and yang of life you know that's why if you're doing too well, I'm going to hit you up and say something terrible about you. It's the beginning. We got to balance this out. We're like Thanos. It's, it's all about so balance. Thoughtful. 
But when you were talking, that sort of reminded me when you were talking about your terminology, I agree. Personally, I don't use the term setback in my own context. I might if I'm talking to someone that maybe doesn't understand or it's the language they get, but I don't use that in my recovery journey uh, for the exact reason you stated. Um, So I was trying to think, what do I use? And I really like coming back to nature for most things, I think I had the same leaf experience or very similar, which is curious to me. Um, so I tend to use ebb and flow of recovery. And it's like when you think waves are smashing against a shore on a beach, it's not going back in time, but they're continuously carving the shore and the coastline and kind of evolving into something beautiful, even though there's kind of crashes amongst the way. Your face is doing something special right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're, what you're saying is something special right now. That's speaking to me. That's that's amazing. I love that. I love that. That's why, that's and why I think because terminology you. like that and ebb and flow is there is no final mm-hmm. destination per se. And it's the same with everything in life, like not just brain injury. Everything is an evolution. And the more we look to a set destination, the more we kind of miss along the way, right? And they say happiness isn't found at the destination, it's found along the journey. And yes, it sounds super cliche, but often cliches actually have a lot of truth behind them. So when it comes to building a relationship, creating a garden, building a career, all those kind of things is an ebb and flow and a continuous evolution. Uh, And I think being able to surrender within that and then look for the cool stuff in each flow is a lot more supportive to me. I am happier in that space rather than the other side of looking at it. I, I, I love that. I love that. And I, and I do, I'm a huge fan of you have to enjoy the journey. You have to, you know, look, speaking mm-hmm. of New Zealand, one of my favorite, and, and if Lauren was here, she would be on team uh, nerd too. One of my favorite, one of the greatest movies of all time is Bravo. Lord of the Rings, right? The Lord of the Rings series is phenomenal. It is. I mean, have you seen what that movie looks like? That's where Taya lives. Anyways, Lord of the Rings was great. Two Towers was great. Return of the King, it was cool. So, I mean, the end of this phenomenal trilogy was, you know, everything wrapped up. That was the end of the journey, which it was like, it was enjoyable. But can I tell you, I don't ever think when I think Lord of the Rings, I don't think Return of the King and the end where, you know, like there's like 18 different. I never think that what I think is Sam and Frodo's relationship. What I think is, you know, Gandalf fighting the Balrog. Yeah, I'm speaking nerd. It's called the neuro nerds, guys. You know what you were in for. So it was the journey that meant everything. And it's the same thing with Star Wars. You know, Star Wars, I have, I literally have Star Wars tattoos. I love that franchise so much. I don't think necessarily at the end of Star Wars where, you know, uh, Luke is hanging out with the Muppets. <laughs> I think about the journey. And I think in our recovery, it's the same thing. We we can't wait to be happy. And w- like, whatever we have in our head is the end. The, like, is there really an end? It No, recovery is ongoing. So that being said, why not enjoy? Yeah, there's milestones that we hit, but we can't wait for that milestone to be happy. And I think this kind of goes along the lines with um, what we're talking about. We're talking about setbacks and, and flares. What, what Like, how do we get past that? I get past it by doing my best to enjoy the journey of the flare, yeah. the of the hiccup, right? Of the setback, whatever you want to call it. it. It's not fun, but it's part of the journey. So, yeah, I'm at the bottom now. You know what? 
I'm going to enjoy my crawl back to the top. The, what helps me too are the people that I've met along the way, my support system, like Lord of the Rings, like, <laughs> like Star Wars. You create like along your journey, you start out by yourself, but then you start running into these crazy characters that become part of, of your team yeah. on this amazing journey, right? Like Taya, you would be my, I, I, I don't know, Gimli? I don't know. <laughs> I was writing with an anticipated bridge. <laughs> I don't want to, you're, you're not my Gimli, but I'm just, <laughs> you know, but you, you run across yeah. your, your, your kin, right? You run across the people that you truly vibe with and it makes this journey to whatever, you know, this journey through recovery, this journey back from th- this hiccup, this flare, whatever it is, it makes it that much easier. And we have to embrace wh- whatever chaos comes our way, you know, wh- whatever hiccup it lies in front of us. We have to embrace it and then we have to get past it and remember that we're not doing it alone. I think that's yeah. what helps me too. Like I'm, I'm never alone I, in this ever. You know, I, I know at any point in time I can look to the future and you're going to be there because you're <laughs> literally in the future. <laughs> and, and I could be like, Hey, Hey, Taya, I had this thing and yeah. this is, I've, I've done that. We've, we've spoken about some really deep yeah. things over the past couple of weeks and I'm always comforted in doing so, you know? And I don't think there's anything that can happen along, um, you know, my recovery that is just going to drop me back so far that I can't see the light in all of the amazing and people I think that I've met that along is the way. A massive one as well is community. That's been a huge piece of my journey. And I want to do a little bit of a tangent, but to kind of place a specific example on what that's looked like for me and with you involved as well. Is so with my 2020 concussion, um, that really flipped everything upside down. And it got to a point that when I was trying to go back to work, <laughs> literally, I used to work with farmers uh, as a nutrient consultant. And I was saying to one of the farmers, oh my gosh, your wife is so hairy. And he kind of looked at me sideways and I was <laughs> confused that he was confused. And he said, my, my wife is hairy. And I was like, well, lovely. I meant lovely. But my brain, you know, there was kind of things really getting muddled there. and. Um, mixed with all the symptoms and the fatigue and I realized okay maybe this isn't something realistic for me to be doing at the moment and that was extremely hard and like almost traumatic letting go of something that I'd you know spent years going to get a university degree on I loved working with the people I worked with I loved what I did but that's where I was in recovery so I did that and then last year was the first time going back into sort of a full-time setting since then um And that was for a placement for my master's of speech and language pathology. And that brought up a lot because not only did I have my brain injury symptoms, which were really being challenged because it was such an increase on demand, but I also went and slipped a disc in my back just for funsies to add something else into the mix. So like physically, I was struggling so hard. And I think it was maybe week three, Joe, I messaged you and I said, hit me with your favorite brain injury inspo. That was all I said. But I know when I'm at that point that I'm like, I do not have the tools to constructively bring myself to a more positive place. Like right now I am wallowing, I'm full victim mode and this sucks <laughs> and I melt down. I need my community. And I sent that to you and I sent that to one other person in the brain injury fam and straight away you video called me and <laughs> literally had like snot running down my face. I mean, it was not, <laughs> right? You can vouch. <laughs> I, I can I can a hundred percent verify that there was so many different things coming out of Taya right then. 
nose, eyes, like there was liquid everywhere. <laughs> it was not my uh, most beautiful state. But, yeah, but it was, though. But it was, though, in a completely different way. It was authentic. It was raw. And I think you and I yeah. truly became friends yeah. that day. I remember you saying to me later, you weren't sure if we were, like, good friends or if I just kind of liked you. And I was like, when I showed up with two rivers of snot, like, did that did that confirm that for you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Taya's my friend. She's my friend for sure. You know, because our friends see us, like, at our worst. And, and that obviously that wasn't your worst, but it definitely wasn't it your was best, you know, probably the and biggest it, <laughs> meltdown I've had since having to make the decision to leave my career. And that's what because it just talking about setbacks. Now, there wasn't necessarily a specific incident of hitting my head, but I was going back into a scenario that brought up a lot of past mm-hmm. trauma in my brain injury journey. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it. It meant that it might impede whether I could finish my master's like there was so many things that brought up a whole snowball and I think the power of setbacks is acknowledging when you're at a point that hey I'm not constructively able to work myself out of this right now and then taking the vulnerability to reach out to those people that you really trust and I literally said one line like hey hit me with your favorite brain inspo and you knew you're like this is not a normal thing for her to send we had a 20 minute chat I was sobbing the whole time and you were like in an hour you'll be doing karaoke it's a moment in time and you told me all these other inspirational things which I needed it was like it was beautiful and I remember thinking fuck this like I am not going to be doing karaoke in an hour my life is melting down Joe um and honestly I laughed because in an hour I was driving (laughs) and I was having a blast singing along and it just reframed like the whole rest of that placement I needed someone to tell me something that I wasn't in a state to say myself that had been on the similar road so thank you that's what it is though you know no you you can thank me as much as you want it's we're friends you don't ever have to thank me for anything if anything I should say I, I I I'll say thank you but I'll also say I appreciate the fact that you put that much trust in me I know for me trust does not come easy it really doesn't. I'm as, as open as I am because I'm very open. I'm very honest. I'm very guarded when it comes to certain things. I don't re- as much as I talk, as I say things, it, I can have a conversation with somebody and we could talk two, three hours. And at the end of the conversation, well, what'd you guys talk about? Uh, I don't know. I don't really like I can talk a lot of shit. I can talk and talk and talk. But like if we're talking about substance about myself, I don't necessarily yeah. dive that Resonate. deep. You know, I'm very guarded. There's very only a handful of people that I'll just kind of like let loose with you're one of those people you become one of my very good friends and and i cherish you know um our our dynamic and i think it's it's beautiful and i'm I'm truly grateful um for that also you know anybody out there mm. figure out who your people are and I, i'll say this it's not easy it's not especially if you're not a great judge of character i don't say that to belittle anybody some people just don't know who's cool and who's not you're gonna have to have a lot of hurt feelings before you know, you got to crack some eggs to make breakfast. <laughs> You're going to have to sit in some bad feelings for a while. Some people are going to hurt your feelings. Some people are going to crush you, but you're going to forget all about that. When mm. you find your people, when you find the people you vibe with, the people that you, you, you're energetically drawn to, it makes all that hurt, all that pain, all that chaos. It makes it all worth it. You know, that's just like personally. And then like, uh, on this journey through recovery, it makes it so much easier too. Cause you now know that you have yep. your people, you know, and that is like that extra little energy boost you need to get through most days. So, um, I'm, I'm always grateful that you sent me that random text and that you actually I picked up the video. I did not call. want to. You didn't have to. <laughs> but I knew and, uh, that you knew and I knew that you'd just call back again. 
So I was like, I, you know, I asked for help. So oh, I would have. Why? <laughs> like, I need to step into this. <laughs> and and the thing is, I'm happy that you were. Now, I I don't say this to be mean. It might sound like I'm being a dick. I'm not. I'm happy that you had that that meltdown. I'm happy that you just felt all those horrible, terrible feelings and that you just Same. cried and lost. I am. You need to do that. You need to sit in those feelings. Everybody out there, whatever negative, horrible feeling you have, you need to sit in that for a little bit. Okay. You need to feel everything, not just the good stuff. You need to feel that that sadness, that depression, that anxiety, that stress. You need to feel that. The trick is don't unpack and live in those feelings. You know, if you can't do it by yourself, have a trusted person, you know, try to work some of that out with you. You know, Taya, like she kind of like let loose and I was there to say, cool. Mm. Now that you felt these things, let's figure out a way to get you back on the road to recovery, right? Let's get you back on track. And I, I think together, like we kind of got back on that road, right? If you can't do that by yourself, find somebody. If you do it by yourself, awesome, you know, but definitely feel all of your feels, but then just don't live in them. We can't constantly live in a state of stress and anxiety and panic. It's well, we can. It's just not fun. You know, we don't want to do that. Yeah. That's not living. That's not living. That's existing. You know, I don't want to exist. I want to live and I want to thrive. And out of everybody, I know you, Taya, you live and you thrive. I've seen your social media. Well, I will say social media, you know, people <laughs> do put up what they want. So I think if, if you see, that can actually be quite another challenge with, with setbacks if we're using that terminology here is social media yes. and seeing what other people are doing, et cetera, et cetera, and having that awareness that it may not be representative of everything. But it was, I just wanted to... Mm-hmm. Not, not may not. Yeah, it isn't. It definitely isn't. <laughs> Thank you for the reality check. Um, but also, <laughs> it is easy to talk about, you know, what you appreciate, appreciates and focus on the good. But what you touched on there, Joe, is super important that yes. it is also crucial to hold space for those big emotions that we often try to shy away from. And I think it's knowing where that point is for you, where you need to bring in help or where you're going to start being proactive about stepping towards something that feels better. So and that specific situation for me, I'd spent, I think, about two weeks at that point trying to self-manage myself through of like, it'll be okay, it'll be fine. And then symptoms kept getting worse as capacity was loading on and my back was getting more painful. And then I almost crashed my car and I was like, I'm done. I am melting down. Um, but what was really interesting to me is uh, feeling those emotions it felt horrible in the moment, but I just let myself cry because I knew I needed to. And it was probably about half an hour later that I messaged you. Like I honored my own space first. And then I was like, now I feel more ready to move from this place. But I wanted to wallow for a little bit. And then the next day I felt so fresh. I mean, I still had noise sensitivity, light sensitivity. My speech was all over the show. My short-term memory was curious. Um, My back really hurt. I couldn't sit down. Like physically, I still felt like many wheels were falling off. <laughs> Joe's just losing it right now. You literally, you just described somebody that like died, came back to life 13 days later. Like all the ailments oh they would have. That's what you like were describing it, right now. I, and like the next few weeks just got more <laughs> painful. The more I was like, I'm finishing this and there's certain things I had to do. But mentally, oh, the load was so much lighter. And I was like, I would much rather deal with this physical pain, but be grounded in the fact that this is a moment in time. I will be okay. I have tools. I have resources. And like that chat just flipped it all. And so I think it is community is just 
super important. It's everything. It's, it's everything. Like it really is. People don't understand the power of community, you know, and <laughs> I, I do like, I, I, I really do. I wouldn't be here if, if it wasn't for, you know, you, you guys, like literally every single person I talk to, it's a little, so like recovery is like a puzzle, <laughs> right? We don't have all the pieces. Everybody has another little piece of this puzzle. So every single survivor we talk to fills in some of those blanks. You know, I ha I kind of have the outline of the puzzle. It's all the details that uh, get filled in every single time I talk to another survivor, you know, and that's what we, we need to do. We're, we're filling in this puzzle of um a recovery and i i think that was great that you yeah. wallowed for 30 minutes i it's do important. i do it's very adult like it really is it's very important it's you know you and you knew that after that half hour you're like oh, i could get stuck here <laughs> it's like, i don't, I don't want to do that you might need a little bit of a hand it's kind of like yeah. hey i'm moving <laughs> i i got a couple of boxes but you know what my back hurts because your back it's always hurts taya and i probably shouldn't <laughs> and I probably shouldn't push it. So I'm going to call somebody to give me a hand. And I'm very happy that you did that. I'm thrilled. So I, I think um, what we can say is we get past these flares, these setbacks, mm -hmm. or as I call them, hiccups, um, we, a, a variety of different ways. A lot of it yep. mental. It really is. Uh, it really is. You have to be in a good mind, mindset and you have to be prepared for for this. You have to make sure you go to a good place. It's like, it's kind of like Peter Pan. We have to have a happy thought. <laughs> we have to have <laughs> our happy thought that we go to in those really, really dark times. We can never forget that we're not in this alone. We're not, we're in this together, you know, and don't, don't suffer unnecessarily. Like you don't need to, you know, you can, you have, you have other people totally. that you can suffer there's with. A, there's a camaraderie <laughs> in it. And I feel, at least for me, there's a point where I get bored of the wallow. Like, you know, it may not be a set time frame, but mm. after 30 minutes of just like crying the hardest I could, I was like, I'm now bored of this. I, this is not somewhere I want to sit. So you can yes. kind of feel when, when it feels supportive and when you're like enough. <laughs> Yeah, it, you have to, you know, you have to figure that out yourself. Hopefully, if not, like maybe somebody will let yeah. you know. Lauren did that for me one time and I was really mad at her. I was mad. <laughs> she, I was like, I was in a, in a thing. I had this energy and she was like, okay, so we'll, we'll record tomorrow or another day or something. And she was like, I'm going to let you have your pity party. And she said, pity party and it really pissed me off. Very and good. I was like, Ugh, and I was like really upset. And then I remember I, I was like, after we got off the phone, I remember I was just like, and I was all mad pity party. I'm not going to. I did. I was having a pity party. And I remember it was like 10 minutes later where I was like, this is ridiculous. This is, this is silly. I was like almost embarrassed that I did that, but it was something that I needed. Yeah. And it was pointed out by her. If she didn't point it out, who knows how long that would have taken me to figure out. But I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, she didn't, she doesn't take any of my shit and she gives it to me straight. So I'm like, <laughs> I thought that was beautiful. I wasn't like you. I'm not like you, Taya. I wasn't like, you know what? It's been long enough. No, I probably would have just sat in Again, those feelings for weeks. Seasoned pro, six concussions. You know, I just. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> overachiever with six concussions. Oh, let me throw in a back injury because fuck it. Why not? Life's a laugh. Sometimes I feel like I'm a, a main Crazy. character in a Miranda script, but no one's giving me my fortune yet. <laughs> You're definitely the yeah. main character in your script for sure. And that is a show that I enjoy watching daily. Like it really is. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, I, I, I think we, we touched on a lot of good yeah, points. One point I just point wanted to make? to make in terms of community, um, 
And when we're talking about hiccups in a brain injury sense, one thing that I have noticed in my own journey that I think is important to share is I have lots of beautiful people that I really treasure in my life. But when it comes to having really overwhelming emotions for my brain injury journey, I generally do reach out to people that have been there or have a really close lived experience, maybe a loved one, or because sometimes people just may not have the awareness. They may be naive and it might not be that they're intending to be malicious in what they're saying, but it can come across as very unaware or almost very hurtful. So I I tend to lean more on my brain injury community when it's a brain injury emotion and, and sort of dilemma. Well, no, for sure. And people, look, they say hurtful thing. They say ignorant things, not because mm. they're bad people, but they're ignorant. And I'm not saying ignorant to be rude. I'm saying because they genuinely yeah. don't understand. They can't understand. You know, look, if I had trouble with my car, mm. I would go to a mechanic. I wouldn't necessarily talk to the grocery store cashier. You know what I'm saying? You, so if you're <laughs> if you're having a little bit of a brain issue, maybe talk to people in the brain injury community who can kind of help you out or at least get yeah. you going in the right direction, you know? And if it's not the exact same thing or a hundred percent, oh, I understand or I get that, like at least they've had a similar experience yeah. and they can empathize with you. They've been through their own pain and their own brain injury recovery. So, you know, that's what's beautiful about this community. It doesn't have to be a stroke. It doesn't have to be. Uh, a concussion, it, like uh, no matter what the brain injury is, it's a brain injury. Mm. We get it. We understand. We speak the same Beautiful language, soundtrack. you know? Um, and some of that language is, is orc that they speak in Lord of the Rings. I just said that because, you know, I, because you're a nerd <laughs> and we love you. One of, of course, of course, one of these days I'm going to end up in New Zealand and you're going to give me a Lord of the Rings yeah. for whether you just, like it or just not. Just my backyard. Yeah. We'll open the front door and you'll be there. I kind of got really giddy right now. <laughs> so, so I, I, I hope that was, uh, um, you know, some valuable information to some of you guys out there and just understand you're not alone. You, you're really not. If any of this uh, resonates with you, please let us know. If we missed anything, let us know too. How would we do that, Jill? Well, if you wanted to, you can reach out to Taya at your brain BFF on Instagram. Boom. If you wanted to reach out, you can attempt to reach out to my tiny, beautiful ass kicking host, Lauren at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. You can absolutely reach out to me at Joseph rocks on all the socials. You can reach out to us at the neuro nerds everywhere. And that, Oh God, that felt good. I haven't done that in a minute. <laughs> so good. So this wraps up another episode of brain injury recovery roulettes with Taya Jane, which I'm so happy. I'm so thrilled. I'm so excited to do this with you because I think the world of you, this is an absolute running series that we're going to be doing. We have countless topics that we're going to be doing moving forward. So I hope you guys tune in every time. Definitely um, uh, uh, message us on the socials if you have any other topics that you would like us to randomly talk about. <laughs> and, and, on that, and on that game show ending note, these neural nerds are out. Hey, survivors, caregivers, and nerds of all kinds. We are so grateful for each and every one of you who have taken the time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really makes our day. Not only do we read every single one, but we love reading them on our episodes. So if you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us spread the word about the show. And when you do, just let us know by tagging at the NeuroNerds on Twitter. We might even read your review on our next episode. Now here's a review from rnursy146. Fantastic. I came on to listen because Rachel is my niece. I think your show is amazing. You keep the show positive, alive, and funny. Your personality is just perfect. 
It's very depressing and lonely being paralyzed. You made me smile for this hour. People really don't understand what it does to your life and especially your family. Only those who have walked a mile in my shoes. Thank you for doing this. Wow, thank you so much for this review. This is truly why I do this. And thank you all for being part of the NeuroNerds community and joining us on this journey of brain injury recovery and nerd culture awesomeness. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.